Hi, welcome back to another episode of Girls Locker Room. I'm Maddie. I'm Brittany. And today we are going to be talking about periods. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So in general, I feel like the world population knows that periods suck, but like I don't, I don't think men especially they don't grasp how much it sucks. No one understands the reality of having periods. I feel like people just think like, oh, you know. It is what it is for once once a month and then that's it. You know, men are just happy that we have periods so that they know we're not pregnant. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like I don't think most people, not even women, know that it, it it ends on the outside, but it never really ends on the inside. It's like a continuous cycle. So technically you're never really off your period. Just, yeah. You're always on it, oh, which wait. sucks. Oh wait, 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 let's talk about like my exper- like your experience and then we can talk about like my experience like with periods in general. Okay. Oh, you want to go? Go. I, I, Me? <laughs> okay, so my, okay, my experience with um, periods is more of an emotional pain than a physical pain. Those hormones hit you hard. No, huh? really. Like, I, there's a, for some reason, I feel a specific way before each period. Like, it's so weird. Like, PMS. It's definitely PMS, but, like, I hate all my friends. <laughs> Damn, that, okay. No, 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 no. It's like, it's not like that, but it's sort of like a, like, I get really emotional and I feel like really down on more like I can't wait to get out of here like get out of New York live my life or whatever but it's only around my period but I just get really sensitive basically I cry a lot and then I and then my mom would be like what is wrong with you mm-hmm. and then the next day I'd, I'd have my period for me it's 10 times more it's more physical but then it's also emotional because I'll be like really mad I don't know I'll like feel anger in me and around like those is I'll just be angry at the world for no reason and more physically I always have pre cramps and post cramps so I'm just physically in pain for no reason and then I get back pain and I'm like oh well that's why and then afterwards I'll still be in pain which sucks and I absolutely hate it and I feel like most most of the times people don't know how to really talk about it yeah, it's a really like like I'm literally laughing as I say the word period. Right, like, right. They don't make it, you know, a topic that you should talk about. Like, you, it's like something you should keep hidden, which sucks because people should know about my period. Yes, I want people to know. Exactly. Like everyone, every girl goes through it, and I feel like when society and I feel like it's men specifically, they make it such taboo um, to talk about it because I feel I think I know for a fact that they feel uncomfortable about uh, yeah. uncomfortable about it. So they want us to feel uncomfortable talking about it. Because that's generally how men are. If they don't like something, they don't really want you talking about it. I've literally said the word period once to guys, and I've literally physically seen them, like, flinch. Exactly. Why? It's like they're so uncomfortable, so they expect us not to talk about it. And then I feel like, as a society, we've just kind of accepted that. Like, okay, well, if it makes them uncomfortable, I'm just going to sit here and suffer in silence. Exactly. Right. Right. Okay. Next subtopic of this topic pads or tampons pads i'm so scared of tampons what i say tampons because they're like i was afraid of tampons until i excuse me i was just experimenting one day (laughs) that sounds so wrong i just decided to try it um and then i've like never went back to pads ever since tampons are like I feel like when people, I used to hear people, especially YouTubers, because you know when you're a little girl, you're like watching a bunch of YouTubers, oh, yeah. say like, oh my gosh, tampons are so much better, da da da, they're not lying, you feel free, like you feel like you can run, jump, flip, move, despite the cramps of course, but you don't feel physically restricted. I use pads in the night because I don't know, I'm afraid of like losing oh, of a tampon. Dude, you like, I've heard horror stories. Like, my mom threatened me, like, do not use a tampon. You will die. You will, you're irresponsible, Maddie. You will forget to take it out and then you will get some shock and you will die. And now I'm scared to put on a tampon. Oh, thank your mom for that. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like you just have to remember that, that it's there. I don't know. I don't know how people forget. I know. I, I can see why people forget because it literally feels, feels like, like nothing. nothing. But then I also don't know how people forget. I don't know. Like, do you not pee? Do you not, like, how do you forget? Anyways, yeah, I say tampons throughout the day because it makes it easier to move and pads during the night. 
because sleep purposes. Pads all around. <laughs> I'm just used to it at this point, so I don't even care. Yeah, no, and I think it's different for every person, of course. But I feel like there's two sides to it. There's a side where people make tampons to seem like the villain. But there's also a side where people are like, you don't use a tampon? Ugh, grow up. <laughs> and it's like, it's not even that deep, dude. Just do whatever feels good for your body. Honestly. Okay, well, we talked about cramps, but how do you deal with it? Roll around screaming. <laughs> I literally just take out all my emotions on my friends and wreak havoc on the entire world. And then I, this is gonna sound weird, I don't like to take like Tylenol or stuff like that. Like if I'm in severe pain, I will, but most of the time I will just raw dog the pain and suffer. Okay, damn girl, I was gonna say I put a heating pad on and I take like Mital or something. Oh, what, what is that? Mital? Everyone talks about it. I don't know what it is. Mital is, I think it's specifically for period, it's for specifically for like stomach cramps. Mm. Yeah, I have it in my room. It's like expired and whatever, but like it's it in works. there. It's, it's there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, no. Usually I'll just raw dog it. But if it, I remember there was one day I'll never. I it, it was earlier on in the year. It felt. So, I literally thought I was like giving birth or giving contractions because I never had cramps that bad, dude. I was literally in tears on no. my bed and I could not move. And then that's when I was like, you know what, give in. I took the Tylenol. But usually I just tough it out. Mine have never been gotten to that point. I've heard, my friend has told me, like, she woke up at 5 in the morning and, like, was in so much pain that she walked downstairs and put her stomach to the kitchen floor <laughs> to ease the plant at 5 in the morning. And, and no, no, first she went outside and then she went back in. And I was like, and then she had to stay home from school. Like, mm -hmm. Mine aren't that, that bad. bad. Me too. And mine are also short. Like, everyone hates me for this, but they're like, it's like three days. Oh, I, mine is one day, or maybe like a couple hours, maybe. Like, I don't, yeah. Yeah, be jealous. <laughs> You're joking. No, I'm not. Say Bible. Bible. Bible, for real. Okay, well. Okay, listen. You know, now I see why everyone jealous of me, because I'm jealous of you. Listen, the emotional trauma I go through whenever <laughs> I go through my period is enough to make up for that. Okay, okay. Okay, next subtopic, days off work. Yes. Yeah, if the pain is definite, if the pain is really bad, I think women deserve. A hundred percent. Because I feel as if, like, for example, for us, it's not, like, the end of the world. But for some women, especially, like, women with, like, endometriosis or PCOS or whatever, it, excuse me, makes it unbearable for them. Exactly. And it's, like, how are you supposed to work through that? And, of course, people don't understand. Because most CEOs or bosses are men. Men. Which is so annoying. Stupid. Which one thing I've never understood is teachers. Like, how do you go the entire day with cramps? No. No. I would be like on the floor in front of the whole class dying. No, I can't. No, they suffer in silence. Yeah. They suffer. Like, I suffer in silence. No, no. They suffer in silence. That's crazy. I know. Like, how do you. And then you're like, act, they talk all the time, so you're just toughing through the pain. Exactly. No, but yeah, women definitely deserve days off work, mm -hmm. 100%. I'm not saying like call out every a time. week or like a week. Right. Like, but like, like a day. Exactly. You a, a day, day or two. Off. Exactly. And you should get paid for it. Mm -hmm. Next topic. Explain what endometriosis is. And it's like this condition where the. Ute uterine, uterine, whatever, however you pronounce it, tissue grows outside of the uterus instead of inside, and so just literally, instead of what's supposed to be inside of your uterus is now growing outside, and it makes it incredibly painful for women who have periods, and it's the same thing with like PCOS, because it's kind of like cysts all over your uterus, so it just makes it ten times more painful, and a lot of the times doctors misdiagnose women because whenever people come and be like hey like i have really really bad cramps they will just be like oh well that's how it is you know just figure it out take yeah. some um Tylenol. right and then it ends up being endometriosis or pcos and half that time that stuff can make you infertile because your uterus is not functioning how it's quote-unquote normally supposed to so yeah I think it sucks and I feel like doctors should definitely take more take it into account more when someone says that they're having severe cramps because not everyone has severe cramps 
whatever. It's the world we live in. Birth control. I know a lot of people use birth control, like, for cramps. To regulate their yeah. cycle, yeah. I don't know. I personally, I don't think... Wrong. I think there's nothing wrong with it at all. No, there's like, nothing wrong with it. But I hate that people usually equate birth control to having sex every time. It's like, no, some people just use it to regulate if themselves. You, if you need it, you need it. Exactly. If it helps you, take it. Like, right. I don't know. People are... It's, it's always men. It's always <laughs> men. Literally going back to men. They think that most women use it for, like, um, sex or, like, preventing pregnancy, all that stuff. No. Some people just need it for their periods. That's what it is. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. (laughs) And then that leads us into reproductive rights. Um, So, unplanned pregnancy. Wait, what do you mean by unplanned pregnancy? Like, for example, if you're like a teenager and you got pregnant. Like, if you need an, if you don't want, if you don't think you can financially care for a baby or emotionally care for a baby, get an abortion. And I do not think that their rights should be stripped. Because I feel so bad for people who live in the South or like other states other than like New York if they can't get an abortion because then they. They just suffer. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you could put the kid up for adoption, which that's also an option. Like, if you can't care for it, put it up for adoption. It's emotional. But it's emotional. Right. The foster care system is horrible. So it's like you're putting this kid into a system that they'll probably never make it out of. And you'll always be left with that thought, like... Right. Like, like, oh, my... My kid. Right. Either way, an abortion is not like... It's kind of a burden. Like, it's, you know... Either way, an abortion, it's not like, oh, well, let me just uh, get rid of this. No, it also takes an emotional toll, and people are constantly reminded of it. But I know someone, some women would prefer to do that than have to go through the entirety of pregnancy. Moreover, a lot of the times abortions are for health issues. Like, you won't survive, or if the birth, baby yeah. won't survive. Oh, and then there's that thing where I was raped, right? and I got pregnant, and now I can't abort it. Like, right. why would you want to keep that child? Exactly. And then I was watching the news the other day, and it was like the southern senator, I'm not 100% sure where, but um, the news reporter asked him, like, oh, what in cases of like rape or incest and stuff like that? And he was like, no woman should have an abortion. She was like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but what in cases of rape or incest? He's like, I said no woman should have an abortion. I was like, answer the answer the question. <sighs> and it, it makes me sick that it's men who are never affected by this issue. Exactly. That's make, like, obviously husbands or boyfriends or whatever are affected by it, but directly affected by it, no. That's why Roe v. Roe v. Wade is so stupid. Like, why is this, why are you still arguing this? Like, why are you overturning it? We already decided this. It's done, set in stone. They're bigger fish to fry. We're literally in a recession. Some economists or financial people say that we're about to redo the Great Depression Part 2. Like, we have so many other things to worry about in our government. And you're worried of stripping women's rights? Right. Like, it's it's all about controlling women. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, it's insane. It's insane. Like, it's absolutely insane. And then, if they force someone to have a kid, and then she turns out to be a bad mother, they blame her for it. Mm-hmm. She didn't want the kid in the first place. Were you expecting the perfect mother? And it's not like she could, you know, abort it. Right. <laughs> and then, or if, like, she can't care for it afterwards, then they also blame her. Actually, this is also a very dangerous situation because, like, if they can't have abortion, who's to say that they won't take matters into their own hands? Right. And then have an unsafe one and put harm to themselves. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it just, it creates this unnecessary and vicious cycle for women mm-hmm. where it's like if you happen to end up pregnant, you really don't have any option. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people think pro-choice is pro-abortion. No, it's pro-choice. A choice. If you want to have a kid, go ahead. If you don't want to have a kid, don't yeah. have a kid. It's a choice. And I don't feel, I feel like they want to say that they're not making it an issue they're trying to make things right but you are making it an issue by focusing on it if you just let women have their choice and let them live then there's no problem there's no problem you're making a problem by saying you're not making a problem and whatever any like uh close-minded 
like senators say like abortion is not murder you are not murdering anybody no. by having an abortion no you're not because you're not. technically the baby isn't completely formed yet exactly exactly it's literally a fetus and a lot of times they won't even consider like a pregnancy a pregnancy until after a certain amount of weeks fetuses don't even feel the pain they're not they're not even human yet you're like alive yet it's there's literally we learn about this in AP Bio. there's different stages until a fetus actually becomes like a human baby that can like sense things that's way into the pregnancy way into the pregnancy Mm -hmm. it's stupid people are dumb men are stupid and i hate it it's like we're going backwards and i hate it it's so sad it's so sad that's why like i really do want to go out of state for college then new york is just so liberal where it's like in certain cases, I know if certain laws were to be overturned or whatever, I'd still be fine in New York. Yeah, exactly, of course. But I don't want to just be binded here because of that. So that sucks. You always have California. <laughs> yes, yes. On just the do other not side. go to the south. I want to go to the <laughs> south. Okay. Another discussion later. For another time. Another time. Yes. Okay. Fashion. I. Personally, I'm obsessed with fashion. I love buying clothes, love buying pants, love buying shoes, love buying tops, love it all. My favorite topic. I love clothes so much. I feel like I spend a lot of money on clothes. <laughs> just like how I bought shoes, orange shoes, just for like one day and now I'm returning them. They're really uncomfortable. But I literally just love fashion and buying things absolutely love it i love expressing myself i'm so grateful to have like well not my family but my mom who lets me wear whatever i want and it's like lets me express myself because i know that there are so many families that are like you can't wear you can't wear that right yeah i like expressing myself through clothes because i feel like it it just gives another perspective to things it's like yeah, I can speak or whatever, but just the way you carry yourself is very important. I feel like if I can carry myself in a certain way that's, like, cool or whatever, then, like, I don't know, I just feel better about the day and feel better about myself in general. Then you have dress codes. Oh, my God. I'm so happy that base. Well, base has a dress code. But no one really but follows it. no one follows it, which is or great. Or enforces it, yeah. Which is good. great because I, like... On, Inst- on like social media, you can literally you see people, girls, literally getting dress coded for like the tiniest thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, their bra strap showing dress coded. Dress codes. They should just like once again. It's literally people wanting to restrict women because they're all almost always geared towards women. Most of the things you'll see in any dress code, it says, oh no, like sh- spaghetti straps, no shorts or skirts, like above your knee and fingertips right it's like only girls would wear that stuff Mm -hmm. so you're 100 percent basically telling women don't wear this this is that and the third and fourth and the fifth and it's like i understand dressing cordially or dressing with you know respect because sometimes mm, there's certain people that come to school in like a bra and underwear or like you can literally see their butt cheeks falling out from the back oh my god like do whatever you want to do i literally don't care wear whatever wear whatever you want to wear like but at the same time it's kind of like take a bit into consideration about where you You are because like you're also still in school and also your teachers are seeing you at the same time and obviously as we said before how you dress and present yourself really matters it makes an impression exactly it's how other people see you like people make impressions based on how other people dress exactly like you're fr- when you first look at someone, you look at their clothing, and that's where your bias goes. Mm-hmm. It's like if you see someone in like raggedy clothing, you most likely are, it's human like bias to think they're poor or they don't have money. So it's like dress appropriately with respect to where you're going. Off topic, I actually enjoy the the shirt with the hole in the front. Just saying, everyone. <laughs> that was for you, Miss Sarah. <laughs> and you. Oh, oh, for. Okay. And me too, I guess. I had Kondo coming up to tell me. He's like, oh my god, Brittany just came and told me that you, you're naked. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, yeah. But I think, you know, I think it's fine. But yeah, I'm really, for me, I'm really glad that there are no dress codes in Bayside. Yes. Let's talk about trends. Trends. They're changing all the time. I feel like now our generation is more in the trend of going back. Yeah. Yo, last year it was like, it was like 
uh, high waisted jeans and like and like dressing like the, dressing like the eighties, right? And like and even now it's like with the flared pants. Now it's more Y two K. Yeah, flared pants are like low rise pants, and like yeah, <laughs> it's like all the Y two K stuff that people used to wear, like the headphones or like those little crop top. Like it's we've I feel like our group's trend is to go back in time. And I feel like in part it's because we're our generation as a whole is very unoriginal <laughs> when it comes to fashion. Yeah. Like there's no trend that someone comes up with fashion wise that hasn't been done already by previous generations. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I kinda like that we go back in time though. I mean it's it's like art, it's like going back in time but like it's a little bit modernized too. It's not exactly yeah the idea is we modernize yeah Yeah. we do our own take on it i feel like people do feel like they have to follow every single trend though Mm -hmm. and i feel like that puts a lot of pressure on people especially people who don't have enough like for example go to micro trends yeah and then people don't have enough money to like you know be in style and obviously if you're going to a school you want to look as the rest of your peers do and so it's I feel bad because it's the fact that it's changing all the time. It's like one thing this is in, one thing it's not. You're kind of like, uh. Listen, I think there's nothing wrong with doing your own thing. Exactly. There is nothing, but obviously sometimes people will get judged. Like I've seen people in the hallway make fun of kids for how they, no their shoes or whatever they wear. And they side? Yeah, they'll make fun of their friends. If their friends is in the newish, those kids, like that group of loud, rowdy kids, yeah. they'll make fun of their friends if they aren't in like the latest Jordans or whatever. And it's like, well, their clothes aren't that original either. Right. So. First of all, you're not original. <laughs> Second of all, no one has the money for all oh, of God. that. Jordans are expensive. Oh, my clothes are like five, ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I feel like all the mi- we go through so many micro micro trends, mm-hmm. dude. I know. It's like our generation jumps from one thing to another, another. to another. It's so tiring. It is. It's like. I never follow micro trends though. No, no, never. no. And I feel like a lot of people feel pressured to follow micro trends. I don't. Me neither. Like I, I see a lot of people on TikTok where if one thing's in, they're gonna buy it. If the next thing's in, they're gonna buy it. Like, dude, if you like it, buy it. But yeah, don't. yeah. My style right now is I see something and I'm like I'm gonna buy it. Same, 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 same. Or I see something from my mom's closet, I'm gonna take it. Like that kind of, that kind <laughs> yes, of, that kind of thing. Yes, yes. I just I don't know our. It changes a lot based on whatever, mainly celebrities like Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, celebrities, quote unquote, celebrities, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, whatever they wear, everyone else wants to wear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm not Emma Chamberlain. That. Everyone, everyone oh. follows Emma Chamberlain. When she first came out, everyone thought she was like. I swear to God, we like. I swear to God, like the generation literally follows exactly what she wore. Like um, when she first got popular, like the kinky bags and the scrunchie on the wrist. Right. Or, like the high waisted with mm-hmm. the um tucked the plaid pants. The plaid pants. Don't don't. Mm. Yeah, our generation is very much trendy, and they do whatever is in style. And I feel like it takes a toll on a lot of people, and they feel like they have to catch up, especially. Even celebrities are like social media influencers, influencers themselves. Because I know this one YouTuber, who she now quit her YouTube career, who? Leah Lee. I don't know if you know her. Leah Lee. Yeah. <laughs> no, but her name is Leah Lee, and she her real name's Aaliyah, but okay. her YouTube name is Leah Lee, mm-hmm. and she had to quit YouTube because she said she feels like being an influencer it's like she has to follow what everyone else is doing and it was just getting tired because if all the other influencers are doing something and her fancy that she's not doing it they'll start questioning her like yeah. telling her you have to be doing this like why aren't you doing this and that it's like she she's, not keep, she's not keeping up with everybody right. else it's like she doesn't want to so why should it matter you know the moral of this podcast wear whatever the hell you want literally do whatever you want like, <laughs> like don't I, fall I honestly think falling along with the crowd I, I don't like that like mm-hmm. It makes you less original. It does. Do whatever you want. And even if people judge you for it, it is what it is. Because you know what I've learned? Everyone is subconsciously judging their own self. Yeah. So it's like, even if you were something unique and out of the blue, like, yeah, people might look at you or whatever for a couple seconds, but immediately they're going back to their own self. Like, that's one thing I've learned about my, like, in general, about not being embarrassed, which we're going to get into our next topic for high school. Oh my God, yeah. But not being embarrassed because everyone really is just worried about themselves at the end of the day. Yeah. But yeah, 
different body types in the same clothing. This happens in school so much. And people get judged for it. Yes. If two people are wearing the same crop top and one person is like bustier or has more upper chest <laughs> boobs, has more boobs, they'll get dress coded for it or people will call them out for it, call them a slut or whatever. But then if one person has like A cups and is wearing the same top, oh, it is what it is. I, I don't I'm not showing anything. Right, I don't think that's fair. It's definitely not. It's you, not fair. You can't, you can't control what body type you have. Exactly. Like. And then that also, then, then that's why I feel like dress codes are stupid and once again geared towards women because it's not fair. If a woman's bustier, you're going to dress code her for it, obviously, because her things are naturally just going to show. Yeah. But if someone isn't, then they just get a free pass like no that's that's same thing when a guy wears something that a girl is also wearing Mm -hmm. they get a free pass they can literally walk around shirtless and no one will question it because they don't have boobs Mm -hmm. but they could be and they're not this quote unquote distracting Mm -hmm. they're not distracting whatever i mm, mm, it really pisses me off Um, yeah that's the same thing women versus men in general men have lower expectations (laughs) <laughs> Why? Like in everything. everything. I forgot who I was saying this to. Yeah, I would love to. I don't know what guy I was talking to at school, but I, I it was someone I think in my science class, or it was someone in leadership. But I remember I said to them, I was like, like out of just utter frustration, I was like, you're so mediocre. <laughs> and it wasn't like to be mean, but it was just like you. Like I'm a very I like I like that insult. <laughs> I'm a very blunt person. But I was like, you're so mediocre and it caught them off guard. I was like, you and every man, I think it was Roy. I was You're like, calling Roy mediocre? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was him. I don't know. I was just saying it out of frustration. Uh, out of frustration. I was like, Jesus, you Brittany. and every man, you guys are so mediocre in yeah. what you do. And you guys just do the bare mi- yeah. Bare, you guys do the bare minimum and get, pr- and get praised. That's exactly, I think that's why I said it to Roy, because I think I was mad at him. Mm-hmm. Because he was doing nothing in the office, and, like, no one was really coming at him for it. And then, so, I think that's why I got mad. I was like, you're so mediocre. Like, you could just walk around doing the bare minimum and being stupid and making jokes all day, and no one will come at you for it. But if I literally took your position... You would never hear the end of it. Ever. And I feel like, even in leadership, you see it in leadership. Guys get, a, the guys get away with it. All the guys are allowed to get away with everything. Danny and Jimmy are allowed to be... Danny's allowed to skip class. Danny and Jimmy are allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to do whatever they want to do. But then if Danny, if Sophia and Victoria took the place of Danny and Jimmy... Which they would never. Which they would never. But hypothetically, if they did... It would be the biggest shock. I know. And everyone would be up their asses saying, oh, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing this? It's just, in general, men can be mediocre. It is what it is. Like, if you could, if you see a man doing nothing, it is what it, it like, yeah. you don't, you they don't can, really They can get C's. They can get D's. And they you, can, no one cares. Exactly. It's just expected of them. The same thing, yo, even my, in, Yo, my cousin got, like, a really bad grade on SAT, and he got, like, praise, and I was like... Okay. Right, right. It's even in households too. Husbands and dads are expected to be inferior, mm-hmm. or like whenever. That's like, well, oh yeah. Not like uh, inferior, but like not do. Sorry, much. I'm going back to uh, Mr. <laughs> like ni- the late 19th century. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're literally expected to just come home like and do nothing, and no one will really question that household dynamic. Or I remember on TikTok, this dad like was taking care of his kids. And everyone's like, oh, haha, he's on babysitting duties. And he was like, I'm not babysitting, they're my kids, so I'm taking, I'm being a father. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people were surprised at the way he worded it. And I'm like, this is why. No one expects men to do anything. anything. Like, you have a kid, but no one really expects you to take care of said kid, which is crazy to me. They're just supposed to work and bring home the money. Dude, I have a story. Basically, my mom, like, it's kind of getting, like, deep, but, like, my mom, like, got, um, shitted on, excuse my language, whatever, (laughs) got shitted on by, like, part of, like, the family for, like, working. And I was like, Are they okay? And I was like, 
I was like, when she told me, I was like, no way. This is a long time ago, though. But this wouldn't, like, they. But, like, why? I was like, why are you expected? Why is she expected to like, stay home with me? Right. Why can't she bring home the money? Exactly. But, yeah. Hold on. Pause. Let's go get a charger. Okay. And after a short break, we're back. <laughs> We had to move locations. Yeah, but as you're saying, nothing is expected of, expected of men. Absolutely nothing. Maybe that they get money, and I could see how that could be a pressure on them. But in general, women are really expected. I think women more this time, like right now. It's either you're expected to be the independent girl boss and have everything figured out, or you're expected to be that at home, stay at home mom and be the best mother and wife there is. Yeah. While a man is just a mediocre husband, you know. I think there. more in high school. I think more in high school they expect, in like school and education-wise, I think they expect more of women than they do of men. Oh, hundred percent. Like yeah. in school, as we we're saying, even in leadership. <laughs> leadership. Literally, like it's kind of like sometimes when the guys will like slack off or like when Roy or Jimmy or Danny will not do anything, it'll be like. Uh, Oh, well, you know, that's, that's Danny, that's it's them. Jimmy, right, that's just how they are. I mean, as long as they just come to class. Right, it's kind of like, mm. Senior rep positions, for example, it's both oh Christine and, and Danny, but everyone's kind of like, well, you know, Christine's, Christine's got it, right. Christine's got it, she'll handle everything. She'll like, handle what about everything. Danny? Right, like, what no, Danny? let him do what he has to do, which is why I freaking love, um, Side note, Lana Del Rey's song, Norman fucking Rockwell, because the entirety of that song is basically just describing how men is me how men are mediocre. Like the whole chorus is like you're just a man, it's just what you do. That's literally the perfect way to describe it. And then she called them like self-loathing self-loathing poets because that's really what all they do. Like, they talk about all the pressures that they face from work or whatever do they're doing. do you really do anything? Right. They just sit there and self-loathe as if they have all the, the problems of the world on their shoulders. Like, without a woman, you, like, nothing would run here. Yeah, literally. <laughs> nothing would run. So stupid. What? No. Oh, you have to talk about this. Weaponized incompetence. When... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you ask a man to do something and he'll do it half-assed, just and he'll knowingly do it half-assed because he knows once you see how it's done, you're just gonna take it over and do it anyways. Oh my god, um, kind of related, kind of not. Um, yesterday, I, I like I asked like one of my friends for like answers to a physics question because I needed help. You know, I've been carrying him the this entire year, sending him answers, cheat, helping him cheat on tests. I asked for one homework. Like question and he just and he's like hold up I didn't do it like like and then at this point I'm just like I'm gonna do it myself so I'm like half doing it and by the and then I hear a buzz he sends me the answer and I'm like oh my god cool and then open it it's just numbers literally right. it's like the answer I'm like, like right well, like what is this like give, right. me, give me the work man she, it literally specifically asks for show um units and show your work right. show equations and he just wrote the, yeah and you know I said thank you right <laughs> but I did it myself no it, it literally is it's their weaponized incompetence they do it half assly so that you can just do it for them. And I'm pretty it's, sure the teacher doesn't even care. Right. It's just, even, like, I keep on using leadership as an example, but I feel like it's such a stark... Masara's gonna hate me. But I feel like it's such a stark and prominent thing you see. Like, Danny has done a post before when I've worked with him, and it was... God-awful. God-awful. Of course, everything's sub subjective, but dude, it was horrible. And I was like, Danny, can you fix this? And then he was like, yeah, I fixed it. I looked at it. Barely any changes made. And I just got so pissed off I did it myself. But I know that was it. literally his oh weaponizing my God, I, did that. I, I did that for Cayenne, too. See? I, I know that was his weapon. Cayenne purpose, I know he is the epitome of weaponizing competence. <laughs> Sorry. This is not meant to be a rant session or whatever, but we just have to, like, I have to No, it has to do with this. the topic. Yes. A loophole. This, this is on topic, though. He is the definition of weaponizing competence. You ask him to do something, and he will knowingly do it shitty so that you can come and do it for him. I hate men who, and it's the same thing. Even, like, in households, like, a wife will ask her husband to, like, wash the dishes or do whatever while she tends to the kid or literally just relax herself, and they'll do it shitty just so that their wife could be like, oh, whatever, I'll just yeah. do it myself. My dad doesn't even handle the laundry anymore. <laughs> because he probably fucked it up the first time. So your mom just does it. Look, it's, oh, 
men, I'm telling you, they were just, they're a problem. <laughs> Anyways, next topic. My second, well, I also love this topic, high school. Like, okay, let's start with the romanticized version versus reality. reality. So I grew up on High School Musical, like, that was my shit. I watched it, like, all the time. I was so excited to go to high school. Like, I wrote, like, a high school, I wrote, like, a future high school letter to myself, and I was writing about how excited I was to join all these clubs and know all these people and, like, you know, put myself in a locker, decorate my locker. I was so excited to decorate my locker. I grew up watching, like, you know, those, those YouTubers that, was, that were, like, locker decoration ideas? Yeah, yeah. Just to get to Bayside. Just to get to Bayside. Like, I cried after freshman orientation. Like, I'm gonna be blunt. I did. <laughs> I'm dead. No, I 100% agree with you. I expected it to be more than what it is. It's a complete, excuse my language, shit show. It is. I mean, I do think it has something to do with the location, though. I think if we went to school in Long Island, I think it would have been better. But, like, who wants to go to school in Long Island? I think it, yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. If we went to school in Long Island, it probably would have been better. We probably would have had lockers. Same thing with if we went in the South, but you also risk your life being there. So, <laughs> like, it, I'm not joking. <laughs> it's literally, like, you risk, that's the risk you pay. But it's such a mediocre experience it's like the people are shitty the teachers are shitty everything's just shitty i do like how re- like re- people aren't that fake i have to be honest like compared to like schools i feel like in you know long island i honestly don't think people are that people fake. at bayside are phony really oh, like, yeah. we had a completely different experience i thought they were more real like i don't know what do you mean like, like they outwardly hate you I feel like they're not inwardly. They don't fake being nice to you. If they hate you, they hate you. Depends on the person, but I see what you're saying. On a majority scale, if someone hates you, they're going to make it known. Exactly. Which I like. I mean, it's better than being fake. Which is why... Oh my gosh. Okay, we'll get into this afterwards. But... Next thing. Wait, what were you going to say? That... Being honest is oftentimes taken for meanness, which it can be. But too much time, like too many times, people take it for me. So many people are so sensitive. Right. Like when I, I know me saying you're so mediocre to whoever I said it to was not the nicest thing I could have said. I know. But it's kind of like, it's true. Like there's no other way to really describe it. And mm. that's why I love Layla. She is so blunt and honest. Like if someone called me mediocre, I would have been like, damn, like that that sucks. But I would really do some inward thinking of like what makes yeah. <laughs> mediocre. But of course I said it to a man, so he didn't do any thinking. Anyways. Probably just brushed it off. Yeah. Popularity. There's no popular in Bayside, which I also like. I don't want there to be one popular like, oh my gosh, she's the most popular girl in school. Everyone falls to their knees and when she walks, no, I don't feel like rush. I don't feel like it's like um uh brain freeze. I don't think it's like movie popular like popularity that we see in the movies, but I think it's you know people and they know you. You know people and they know you type of popularity. You're in, like, different social circles. Right. It's not, like, the one person that everyone idolizes. No. No one idolizes anyone at Paceline. Oh, no. But it's definitely, like, there's that one... There's, like, that group of people that people always know and, like, friends with and will root for. If you don't know them, you see them and you recognize them. Right. Or your friends know them. So, yeah, I feel like that's the popularity in Bayside. And it it can get you places. Really? Wish I... Yeah. Wish I was Bayside popular. But I'm not. Um... (laughs) People no, hate me. Trust me. The so. people, the people that are considered popular in Bayside are not the people you want to surround yourself with. Are we thinking about the same popular people? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, teachers. What teachers? No. <laughs> uh, I don't even know, dude. You have like the handful of teachers that are great. And then you have the pool of no, teachers. No, you have the teaspoon of people, of teachers that are great. You're right, the and, teaspoon. And you have the bathtub filled with, like, not-so-great teachers. It, it's, it's, it's honestly sad. Because it's like, you see how, like, the kids don't care. And obviously you can blame the kids all day. But then to a certain extent, it's, it's also teacher. the teacher. It's kind of like, some of these teachers literally don't give, sorry my language, a fuck. <laughs> they literally <laughs> don't care at all. Like Price, Yarden, they just Ram don't Marine, care. Ramnery, have you ever had her? Ram Marine, yeah. Deegan? De- 
Price Ramarine, Vegan, Yarden, like they don't care. And it's crazy because it's like, you sit here and you don't care, but then you expect your students to put out their all for you. I'm not gonna put out my all for you if you barely care about your job and you just come here for the paycheck. Exactly. Like then, okay, whatever. And I feel like some teachers don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to give instruction. Like I'm sitting there in class, like so confused. I mean, lucky for luckily for me, I can BS whatever. But right. A lot of a lot of teachers don't know how to teach, and that's another thing why I'm always so like I know the tenure thing where like they have to you know apply to like permanently be teachers. I'm also very iffy about that. I get it for teachers that are good, but then it also leaves you with a bunch of crappy teachers yeah. that suck, that are just there forever because, well, they're tenured, so they they can stay. It's harder to, like, get rid of them or whatever, unless they do something, like, really fucked up. Have you ever had to report a teacher, like, ever? Like, complain about one to, like... I complained about Ram all year, and then she quit. Did she actually? <laughs> she quit? Yeah. She quit? Yeah. Wait, you're lying. <laughs> no. Wait, I think it's either she quit or she retired, but she definitely permanently left. Wait, where did you complain to her? I just complained to everyone. Dr. Lombardi, Miss Sar, I literally, anyone that was breathing and living and had ears, I was complaining. She she quit? Damn, why did she quit like two years ago? I I had her. I had her in price. I had her. Did you learn anything? No. (laughs) Well, I had them for environmental science, so... That must have sucked. No, it was so bad. It was, like, my last class, too, so I'm like, why am I going? Yeah. I'm surprised I actually never skipped her class, probably because it was the last class in, like, remote learning. It was one of those things that I skip all my morning classes because I wake up late, but I, like, managed to go to, like, the second half of my class. Yeah. It is what it is. (sighs) Friends changing. Okay. I feel like it's good to change, it's good to evolve, it's good to be a different person, outgrow people, grow into new people, and then outgrow those people eventually, and you know, it's good to change, it's part of humans, we physically grow and change, so I feel like you should do that emotionally as well. Exactly. However. Well, I've definitely changed though. I have, I 100% have outgrew a group of friends. Listen, you think right now I'm like a little like small, but like, yo, middle school and like freshman year, I was like a little speck on this earth. Like literally following everyone around. It was really bad. Aww, look at you now. VP and all. Great. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like change is good and I feel like sometimes people don't know how to accept change. But then, I, I, I feel like I don't like it when people change to the for extent the worst. where, yeah, for the, the worst. worst. And then to the extent where you can't even recognize who they are anymore. I absolutely hate that. Because then sometimes, like, one of your good friends, you look at them and you'll be like, dude. What happened to you? Right, like, do I even know you? And it sucks because, well, I form, like, an emotional attachment to, like, everyone I meet. Like, it's really bad. So what I. <laughs> So when I, so, you know, when I see them changing, it's just, it's hard, you know? Because you form this conception, this idea of this person that you've had. Yeah. And you're like, okay, they're this person. And they change, you're like, okay, I'm like working through the change, but then they're completely different from what they were previously. It's kind of like, do I even know you anymore? Right. Which sucks. But I guess it comes with it. As long as they're happy, then... I sure I guess but then you also don't want to change and jeopardize all your friendships I've noticed that in high school is like the friendships that you make they're just kind of like you know they're friends you know you're people that you talk to but like you don't have to fully form this like I'm gonna be friends with you forever, forever. type mm-hmm. of thing I do have like like one maybe like one or two like that I don't think they're who you're thinking but <laughs> no I know who Anna yes yeah Anna's like been my best friend since like freshman year and somehow we're still friends <laughs> but yeah like that's kind of like I have like that you know one friend that I'm like friend but like I feel like everyone's just kind of like oh like we're friends we're just we're friends yeah and we'll, and we'll see what happens right exactly we'll see what happens because I feel like I had two best best friends two best best friends um, in high school. we were all best friends no since middle school okay. the three of us are best friends since middle school and then the two of us there's three of us Three of us were friends, best friends since middle school, and then two of us out of that 
group trio were friends since elementary school. She was the first person I talked to when I came to America. Wow. And we're not friends anymore. No. I know. It is, it's the craziest thing to even say out loud. She knows my entire family. Like, we were literally, like, basically blood-related at that yeah, point. Yeah, of course. Known her since I was seven, and now we're freaking going to be adults. And you're not friends. We're not friends. When did you stop, like... Recently? This year, actually. <laughs> wow. And it's, 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 I feel like at first, I'm not even gonna lie, at first I was devastated. Of course. Because I felt like, I was like, oh, like, I, I plan to be friends with this person forever because I've known her forever. And, like, I was determined to just have that friendship where it's like, I've known you since elementary school and now I'm, like, getting married and she's making a toast at my wedding type yeah. thing. Like, I was determined on having that. Until so I realized you can't necessarily have that with everyone. And that time, the amount of time you know someone doesn't necessarily mean everything. Because you could know someone forever, but they could have treated you like shit forever. Then, I've definitely had that friend. I, right. cut, I cut them off a couple years ago. Right. You could know someone for your entire life, and they could have treated you for shit your entire life. life. But you could meet someone for a month, a week, a day, and feel ten times better than you ever had with the person you've known for your entire life. That's and, a, Yeah. And I think that's crazy. And I feel like, like that's really important to realize that you don't need... Time doesn't really matter when it comes to friendships. I've learned. I've actually learned that this year. I feel like it's really how you feel. Like, a friend is supposed to make you happy. Because, like we said, people change. Right. People change, which is okay, but they're supposed to make you happy. You're not supposed to be like, well, you know, I've known them for however long, so I'm still going to be friends with them, which... I'm telling you, I'm not even going to lie to you. I've known this girl. Like, she was the first person I talked to. It sucked. I literally bawled over it for the first couple days. I was heartbroken, whatever. And then, like, to tell my mom and all that stuff, and then her mom and all that stuff, like, it, it ripped me to shreds, honestly. But then I realized, I was like, well, like, I have to move on. Life moves on. Cause I'm not I'm not gonna be in college and be like, well, I knew this one person since I was like that sounds stupid. <laughs> it sounds I mean, childish. I mean, unless you seriously have like a good bond right. together. Right. But then it, it just sounds childish after a while, and you have you realize you you just have to let some people go. It's yeah. it's part of evolving. It's kind of hard to though. I would have like how did how did how did you just stop? You just like together, just stop talking or. A bunch of stuff happened. Um, we talked over it. And then... Mutually agreed. You see, some people can't mutually agree. It was kind of like... She was like... Mm, I don't even want to get into don't the get whole into thing. No. Okay. no. But she said one thing and I said something. And I was like, you know what? It's not going to work out. out. So I'm just going to step away. I was the one who actually decided to step away. Because she was like, let's just leave the issue. And I was like... No. You can't, yeah. It, it, it would bother me the entire time. And then, so, I was like, let's just step away. The, no, I'm, I'm bringing it up now. The issue was about her, like, trusting me or something. Or I did something and she felt like she couldn't trust me anymore. And that shot me in the heart. Because it's like, I've known you since you were literally in elementary school. And we were learning how to me. read and write together. And you can't trust me. But you're saying, oh, I, I don't think I can trust you right now. Just give me, like, a month or two, and I'll see how I feel. That's when I was like, no. I was like, oh I'm not God, just going to... It's right? really bad. I know. I was like, I'm not just going to sit here and wait around for you. For you to who, figure stuff out. Right, who said that you were my best friend, you were in this till the end, and now you don't trust me, but I'm supposed to wait a month or two for whenever you do feel like you trust me, and then we're supposed to be friends again after that. No, it's done. It's clipped. Right. That's what it, <laughs> it's, like, clipped. it's clipped. Like, we're supposed to be the bestest of friends. You're supposed to trust me over anyone else. And you don't. And you don't. And you're going to have me wait to see if you can fulfill that trust again. That's just selfish. With no thought of how... So I selfish. feel. That's what. That's what I said, and it's like I, and that was like a problem our entire friendship. Like I understood she was changing and growing, but I, at the same time, like even now that I'm looking at it, one-sided. I feel like she was growing to be very selfish, and it's like it's not even just with me, or not even just like from my point of view. 
obviously I was very close with her family. Her sister had told her that. Her mother had told her that she's becoming a very self-centered person where she's wow. literally putting herself in the middle and saying like, if this doesn't pertain to me, I don't want to do it. I don't care about it anymore. And it's like, I'm, I'm not going to bend my back over for you. I'm not going to care about someone like that. It takes me a long time to realize when someone isn't a good friend. It takes me like a very, very long time. And I've had to have like, there, I've had to have like people step in, mm -hmm. like, not only that, not only that, but like in other circumstances yeah. too, uh -huh. like going back to like the person I cut off, like it literally took like so long to cut her off, like she just kept on coming back, you know she came back again, she's like texting my friends and asking, and asking them to like, like oh like let's be friends again, and I'm like, no, let's just no, no, I mean like they're, I don't think they had much of a problem with her as I did, but it just hurts a little bit, mm -hmm. like, like you are literally debating on going back to this person who made my life a, li a living hell. Why? And that's why I told you it was a 3 And that's why me and person A fell out. And then, and then person the B. person B, which was my best. Person B, me and her have known each other since we were seven, and we just met this girl in middle school. And she chose to go with her over. I'm telling you, I felt it felt like a knife went through yeah. my heart. Like, I'm. I've never felt like a relationship heartbreak, but that platonic heartbreak was It's deep. worse. It's worse. It is. Because it's like, you just, yeah. everything that we've been through together. I've literally known her for half of my life. Gone. <laughs> it's, like, it's just something that I had to overcome, I guess. I just, it, it sucked in the moment, but now, and I feel like I people say I like give good advice, but I feel like... I just realized that things are temporary. You just have to learn how to deal with it. Like, even the sorrow today was saying, life goes to shit, and you literally, you just have to deal with it. Yeah. Which sucks. <laughs> sucks. It sucks. But, you know, as time goes on, we'll just... Yeah. Hopefully, it'll just be, like, a memory. Yeah. Yeah. No. Even now, like, I, I, at first, when I stepped away from her and, like, didn't want to be friends with her anymore... I sort of is your mom like mad? No, she's it's the family group chat. I don't oh. know what there's. I have no idea what. When saying. I stepped away and I, I like reread the messages and all, and I still had them in my phone until I deleted them. I was like, damn, maybe did I step away? Like, should I have waited the two months? Like, nah, girl, nah. <laughs> and like two months, like you know how much you can do in two months. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, should I have really waited? Like, did I step away too soon? I really should have waited for her. Like, what? Like, I, 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 I really was just holding on to the time. I was like, I know, I've known her for like half my life. Like, I should have just waited and like we could go through college together and all that stuff. So then I had to give myself a reality check. I'm like, girl, if she dropped you in high school for. A girl we just met like two or three years ago. She can easily drop you in college once again. And in oh adulthood. Oh my god, girl. I have a friend like that right now. Oh, I just realized. No. Oh, it was so, it's so annoying. And I hate being like dropped up, dropped and picked up by people whenever Yo, they I'll, need we'll, me. We'll talk about this like after, after mm -hmm. this ends, but like. Jesus I hate Christ. it. I feel like people need to learn how to, to not even be better friends. Our generation in general. And I feel like this does go into our, like, girl talk thing, I think. But it's just our generation in, ge in general has become very self-centered and entitled. I know. People are putting themselves first. And it's, yes, put yourself first. And I feel it's TikTok. Because there was that whole TikTok movement. I don't know, like, over the pandemic where you have to find your self-awareness and take care of yourself. And that is true. You do have to consider yourself, but you can't do that at the expense of everyone else. Exactly. Like, do what I did. Do it during quarantine where no one can see you, and then come back a different person. Right. Like, you literally, you also need to take into account other people. You cannot just live as if no one else exists. High school is, like, a serious time for self-realization and realization, like, around you. You really need to take this time, and you really find the people that you want to be around. And Those, the crowd that you want to be around. Like, yeah. like... Leave the drama in middle school. Literally, leave the drama in middle school and try to figure your shit out. I don't know why there is high school drama though. Have you ever have you been in a lot or no? No, I think the only drama I've had is that whole like friendship thing, oh, and yeah. that was really it. 
yeah, I have actually never been in high school, like, drama involved in Bayside, which I'm so glad about. Like, I literally just, you know, I just breeze through, breeze through the hallways with my music same. on. Same, no, same. No drama, no same. nothing. Same, same, 100%. It's, it's, it's not worth it. Like I said, honestly, all that drama just stems from, like, smaller schools where everybody knows everybody. Like, yep. we're so lucky we have 3,000 kids because... Literally. You can literally see a person, and, like, and you'll never see them again. Like Ever. 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 Oh, yeah, like, the small towns, you're with them. From, Forever. From elementary school. All the way to, to, like, college. Literally. Oh, that's so sad. Imagine, like... Yo, imagine like not branching out. I know, that's embarrassing. But I've just learned that if something isn't for you, then you can leave. If something isn't serving you, what's the point of staying there and being a part of that? If it's making you feel shitty or if it's making you question yourself or anything else that you're doing. But then at the same time, don't leave at the expense of the other person. So, yeah, I feel like... Navigating friendships and relationships and all that is very hard. It sounds like a therapy session. <laughs> the end of it does, yeah. <laughs> the first part of it didn't, first, but the end of it does. 55 minutes. Girl fights? Oh, girl fights? Oh, they're way more like intense than guys physical physically fighting guys just fight out and then they're fight after girls i feel like if you're if two girls are mad at one another it's like they're Ooh. out for blood mm-hmm. so much drama mhm like it, it's subtly inserting wait let me oh. <laughs> but yeah girl fights are messy it's like two girls could go from being like Bestie, like we're gonna do everything together too. I never want to hear from her ever. Again. And it's so unexpected. <laughs> it's always unexpected. Always, always, always. It's so unexpected. Like everyone will think they're best friends until you find out they literally want to gut each other out. Like, oh my gosh, scary. Wait, that seems like a common theme like this year because I've seen it so much. Mm-hmm. Like, that's actually so sad. It is. It's very sad. It's horrible. I don't know. Anyways, nearing the end of our podcast, is there anything else you want to say about anything to make it a perfect hour? <laughs> I don't know. This is a nice rant session. We, we, we talked about everything. Yes, we talked about all our things. I feel like in general, like, lessons people, because I know people listen to podcasts to learn stuff. I feel like being a girl is very hard to navigate. So tough. Because you face pressure from everyone around you. And I feel like people, and most girls, younger girls out there, and even adults, oh my gosh, that's one thing. I found out that, like, a lot of the adults, like, that I idolize, or not even idolize, but a lot of the adults that I look up to, like, teachers and stuff like that, it's not to say that I don't look up to them anymore. I 110% do. I, I look up to them even more, actually, because of this, is that they also have their flaws and stuff that they're dealing with. And I feel like when I see that, it makes them more respectable or, like, inspirational in my eyes. Because it's like, damn, you're going through the same thing I'm going through. Look at that. And I feel, but I feel really like... It would make me sad that they're still going through this with adulthood. Meaning right. Like, it's like, damn, I'm, I'm never getting never out of this. <laughs> but it also makes me feel good because, like, well, I'm not suffering alone and this isn't just me. And I think that's good. I feel like a lot of people try to, like, hide their shit and be, like, the perfect person. It's like, dude, just be no real. One's, no one's perfect. Right, and when you're not perfect, I feel like people respect you more for it. If you're perfect, you're annoying. A hundred percent. Those, for, no, since this is on still girl talk, those, like, perfect TikTok girls who, like, wake up every morning and do their hair and makeup and then they go to school and they get, like, perfect straight A's and they never stress and all the teachers love them and they go to the gym and then they do their homework and and they don't go on paid trips because of sponsorship right like and they just have like a million followers and they do Pilates and they like shop at Sephora every day and Ulta and all that like girl get over it (laughs) like like they they talk about it as if it's the best thing I'm like you stress me out just hearing that I don't know. There is no... The, the overall lesson of this girl talk is there is no perfect girl. There is no perfect way to be a girl. And I feel like society, through everything we've talked about, reproductive rights, through periods, through fashion, through high school, makes you think there's a perfect way to be a girl. There's a perfect 
no, these are the realities. Right. This is what girls have to go through like, exactly. all the time. And I feel like people think you should be... There's always that notion. And see, it's it's once again society. There's always a notion of being like the perfect little cute girl. Yeah. There's always a per- the notion of being the perfect little t- preteen. There's always the perfect notion of being the perfect teen and then the perfect woman. It's like always a perfect stage of womanhood you have to be. It's stupid. Do whatever the hell you want. Honestly. Wear what you want. Wear what you want. Have kids if you want to have kids. Don't have kids if you don't want to have kids. Dress how you want. Like, don't follow trends. If you don't want to follow trends, you know, live life. It sucks. And that's why Miss is going to love this ending section. Um, in The Great Gatsby, Daisy, she's like a mom or whatever, and she was saying that she hoped her daughter grew up to be a beautiful fool, which just basically means that she's dumb and unaware of everything. A bimbo. Yeah, dumb and unaware of everything around society, because I feel like when you are aware of it, which I, I at first I thought it was I feel weird like people, to say that. I think people are really thrown. Like I think at that time, because The Great Gatsby was written in yeah, the twenties. I but, think at that time people were very thrown off. By but even people. now, when I first heard her, when I first read that, I was like, "Why would you want your daughter to be dumb?" But then I realized, the smarter you are as a woman, the more you realize a lot of the pressures and things. Oh my god, on that's you. so deep. Exactly. That's really deep. The more you like realize everything you kind of have to do, and everything that's kind of forced on you. Thanks for our discussion. So when, I, when we read this in AP Lit next year, I know what to say. Yeah. The more you realize everything that's forced on you and, like, you have to be the perfect this and the perfect that. But when you're dumb and, like, unaware of any of it, you could just live life blissfully. Vicariously. Yeah. Exactly. Vicariously. It sucks. Being a woman sucks. No, it doesn't. Being a woman is great. Society I'd rather be, I'd rather be a woman than a man, though. For yeah. Because sure. I don't want to be a mediocre piece of shit that sits on his ass all day and does nothing. Sorry. Also, girls are just, like, prettier and, like, dress better. So, like, smell better, you know? Yeah. I'd probably have, like, 50 girlfriends by now. <laughs> Whatever. I'm Brittany. I'm Maddie. And this was the end of the first episode of our podcast. <laughs> um, girl Talk. Girls well, the lo- girls locker, locker room. room episode 1 girl talk yes. <laughs> bye bye